We're back with another episode of Who's Your Myths and Legends. I'm Rebecca Wilhelm. I'm Mary Quigley. And I'm Hope Wilhelm. Join us as we dive into the spookier side of the Hoosier State. So what comes to your mind when you think of Indiana? Do you think of corn? Do you think of basketball? Do you think of the Indianapolis 500? Maybe you think of famous celebrities who were born in Indiana, like John Mellencamp or Michael Jackson. But as the saying goes, there was more than corn in Indiana. 92 counties make up the Hoosier State. In this podcast, we are going to discuss some Indiana folklore from each of these counties. If you are into tall tales, ghosts, or spooky legends, then this is a podcast you are not going to want to miss. In this episode, we bring you an Indiana unsolved mystery from Marion County, Indiana. Robert Davidson was driving his motorcycle along I-74 in Acton, Indiana on a beautiful June day in 1980. Suddenly, a fast-moving storm rolls in, catching Davidson off guard. The rain was pelting him, so he decided to pull off and wait for the storm to pass. As Davidson gets off the bike, he immediately feels a jolt hit him. He had just been struck by lightning. Paramedics arrived on the scene, and Davidson had no heartbeat. Suddenly, just as all hope seemed to be lost, a mysterious woman in a long black dress and carrying a Bible came forward. The woman declares, I must touch him. I can save his life. Thus begins a legend that has never been solved. So get comfortable, turn down the lights, and get ready to hear the legend of the Lady in Black of I-74. Legend of the Lady in Black is one I remember seeing on TV as a kid. Yeah, it was on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. That was a show we watched with Mom. Yeah, Mom didn't like to miss an episode. There is nothing creepier than Robert Stack's voice narrating the show. I agree. There's nothing creepier as a kid than Robert Stack coming on, telling you about some unsolved crime or ghost story. So, of course, you know, I had to look it up on YouTube and rewatch the episode with Mary. For listeners who are interested, it was season 8 and episode 19 of Unsolved Mysteries, and it originally aired on May 3rd, 1996. So we will post a link to the video in our show notes on our website. Something that has always fascinated me are the stories about the supernatural intervening in accidents or death. Me too, Mary. I've always enjoyed stories that involve a supernatural being or an entity that steps uh, in at the moment of a tragedy occurring. The story we have for you today begins on a summer day in June in 1980. It started off as a bright and sunny day, the perfect day to take a motorcycle ride in southeast Indiana on I-74 near Acton, Indiana. 
And that's exactly what a man by the name of Robert Davidson was doing. He was enjoying a motorcycle ride when all of a sudden the bright sunny sky turned and a pop-up thunderstorm began pouring down. So our brother is a motorcycle rider, and he's told us that the rain pelting you during a thunderstorm hurts. Yes, and interestingly, our brother's name is Robert, too. Creepy coincidence, not gonna lie, creepy. So our Robert says that the rain hitting you while you are riding a bike hurts. What he said is that it feels like a million needles are stabbing you in the face. He says the only way to prevent that is if you would have a full face helmet that you're wearing. But that's not ideal because it fogs and that can be dangerous too. And I'm not even sure if helmets like like that existed in 1980 when our story takes place. So be, Mary and I being who we are, we had our brother Robert and our sister-in-law Andrea kind of do a little Googling on this. Seems like full helmets existed, but they were different from what you see today. And according to Robert and Andrea, um, they, were, they were pretty uncommon back in the old days. The story goes that as Davidson approached the exit to Acton, Indiana from I-74, he decided to park his bike and get off the bike and allow the rain to pass. He had some rain gear with him and thought this would be a good opportunity to put that on. Unfortunately, as he put one foot on the ground, a bolt of lightning struck him in the chest, knocking him to the ground. The force of the lightning was so strong that it apparently knocked Davidson's boots right off his feet. That is so crazy. I can't even imagine that. Um, and in the Unsolved Mysteries episode, Robert Stack actually explains that the lightning that struck him uh, was a direct hit at more than 200,000 volts of electricity. Davidson lay there on the ground unconscious, not able to tell anyone what happened to him. Now, here's where our story takes a supernatural turn. First responders at the scene could see that something had happened and could see smoke exiting the wound on Davidson's chest. He had no pulse and, by all accounts, was not alive. Suddenly, the first responders could hear a woman shouting, I need to touch him. Let me lay hands on him. I can save his life. Now, here's where things start to get really strange. A woman, dressed in all black, emerges from the field surrounding the road. It was like she appeared out of nowhere. This lady was wearing a very long, very old-fashioned black dress. Um, picture the long sleeves going fully to the ground and up high, a very high collar on it. So many of the paramedics who saw her, they described the dress as something you would have seen Somebody in the late 1800s or the early part of the 20th, 20th century wearing. She was wearing a large cross and carrying a small black leather-bound Bible. First responders let her through because they honestly feared that Davidson was gone. One of the people interviewed on the Unsolved Mysteries episode actually said that they didn't think it was going to hurt anything to allow the woman to come forward because he was too far gone. This lady lays hands on Davidson and begins praying. The praying turns into speaking in tongues. Now, Becky and I have a Pentecostal upbringing, so we are familiar with speaking in tongues. Yes, this is an occurrence that is in the Bible. So I'm going to quote from the King James Bible because that's the Bible that we were raised with. And I have an interesting uh, verse to share that I think fits pretty well within this story. So 1 Corinthians 14.2 says, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. 
We will be back after a short break. Hey, everyone. If you haven't heard the news already, we wrote a book. Haunted Dearborn County, Indiana is coming to all major retailers August 14th, 2023. Strange and unusual things lurk behind the calm facade of Dearborn County. Several legends surround the Hill Forest Mansion, the home of one of Aurora's founding families. Many have seen the ghost of a farmer and his mule at Carnegie Hall in Morse Hill. The glowing grave at Riverview Cemetery may connect to the 1941 Agru family massacre. St. Mary's Church Rectory is said to be haunted by the former priest, and the spirits at Whiskey's in Lawrenceburg are not just in the drinks. Several schools in the area echo with the sounds of former students and staff, and numerous local residences house the spirits of former owners who have never left. Join Rebecca and I on a chilling tour from Lawrenceburg to Lawrenceville and beyond. Haunted Dearborn County, Indiana is available for pre-order. Check out HoosierMissingLegends.com for more details. Now, something else that I find very creepy with this story is that when this lady appears and begins praying, all the electricity in that fire truck and the ambulance shut down. Nothing is working. Now, keep in mind, these vehicles were equipped with some type of a, like, dual battery system, and that was supposed to keep something like that from happening. So this lady in black stops praying after a few minutes. She looks at the first responders and smiles at them, quickly getting up and retreating away from the small crowd. She disappears just as fast as she appeared. Paramedics noticed that at the moment the mysterious lady retreats, Robert Davidson's vital signs return. What I find interesting is that when Davidson is taken to the ER, they do not think he's going to make a full recovery. In fact, when Unsolved Mysteries talked to that ER doctor, he admitted he figured Davidson's health would continue to make a sharp decline and that he would eventually pass from his injuries. But of course, that is not the way the story ends. Robert Davidson spent a few months in the hospital recovering. But he eventually ends up making a full recovery, which is amazing. What's even stranger is that only certain people at the scene saw this lady in black. Several people saw the lady and several did not. And one thing is for certain. Since that June day in 1980, the lady in black of I-74 has never been seen again. So this brings me back to that verse in 1 Corinthians that I read earlier. A very strange coincidence is that the area of I-74 where Davidson had his accident is not far from the Acton campground, which back in the 1800s and early 1900s was a Methodist church camp. The Methodist church had set up this 40-acre campground back in 1859, and it was a religious camp um, up until a fire destroyed the buildings in 1905. And you're correct, Mary, it's not very far at all from the site where Davidson was struck by lightning in 1980. In 2004, Indy Parks purchased the land and renamed the area Acton Park. There is a plaque there that talks about the history of the Methodist camp. Something I find really interesting is that this place was such a well-known religious camp back in its heyday. Yes, it was famous for having three-day outings. Important speakers would come, like the former Secretary of State, presidential candidate, and Congressman William Jennings Bryan. It was also well-known for having a church service that was attended by just under 10,000 people on one Sunday. 
Something else that I find very interesting that is mentioned in the Unsolved Mysteries episode is that the Franklin Historical Society had an 1800s era black dress donated to them. And in this episode, they show the dress. People who saw the lady in black believe it is the same dress that was seen that day. I guess the real mystery is just exactly who is this lady in black. Was she a ghost of one of the former camp members? Was she some kind of guardian angel sent to save Robert Davidson's life? It's a phenomenon that people have been wondering about for 43 years now. Listeners, what do you think? Have you ever had an experience with the lady in black on I-74? Are you familiar with this legend? We would love to hear about it. Please send us an email to Legends at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media. We may use it in a later episode. In the email, let us know if you wish to remain anonymous. source material, please visit our website, HoosierMissingLegends.com. Please find us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and now Twitter. Hoosier Missing Legends is a Quigley Productions podcast. As always, stay spooky.